Okay, elevators, you've made up your mind. A side hustle is eminent in 2021, but where do you begin? A passion or interest area is important, but then what? Take my brand new free quiz, Which Side Hustle is Best for You, and discover how to choose the best side hustle so you can get started right away, which gigs require more or less overhead so you don't waste money, and why it's important to focus on one area so you can make the most of your time and get results fast. Where to find this fantastic and fun new quiz? Go to chrismcpeak.com and get started today. Now, let's tune in to this week's episode. You're listening to the Elevate Your 8 podcast the easily digestible lifestyle show that empowers you to live your happiest, most productive life so you can achieve time freedom. Productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Honor your work-life balance by working only eight hours a day. Honor your health and wellness by sleeping eight hours every night. Once you figure that out, the rest is gravy. Or Jolly Ranchers if ever you prefer. If you're ready for a healthy helping of life-changing wisdom with a side of quirkiness, you're in the right place. Here's your host, Dairy Free, Karaoke Crazy, Future 200 Breaststroke National Champion, Chris McPeak. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Elevate Erie Podcast. I am your host, Chris McPeak, and today is a solo show. Solo show, oh yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, I've had a Diet Coke with my supper, and I'm a little wired. So, 2020 is coming to a close, and thank fucking God for that, right? This has been a booger snot of a year, to say the very least. However... I'm all about silver linings and seeing positives in everything. So what I thought I would do today for the second to last episode of Elevate Your 8 in the uh, astounding year of 2020 is to do a little pro-con debate. Now, I'm thinking back to my years in housing and residence life when I would travel with the student groups, the Residence Hall Association, to their annual conferences. And there was always a business meeting that lasted way longer than it needed to. And let me tell you, those students knew their Roberts Rules of Order. And what I recall is that there was usually a pro-con debate when people were trying to make arguments about a resolution that they wanted to pass. And this might not be exactly the way that Robert, who created the Rules of Order, meant it when this all goes back in in history, but this is what I remember about the way the discussion would go. Each side of the argument would do a pro and a con until there were three pros in a row or there were three cons in a row, and then they would call the question or end the discussion or whatever it was. So I have this mindset today that I want to do a pro and con debate of the year 2020, and I will stop this episode when I've had three pros in a row or three cons in a row. Okay, I'm going to go con first because, duh, 2020. Uh, COVID-19 motherfucker uh, pandemic global craziness. Wow. A lot of people have died. A lot of people have gotten really sick. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people were furloughed. A lot of people lost loved ones. A lot of people had a hard time getting back to work. And there are small businesses all over the world that are suffering right now. That's a really, really big, big, big con. 
for reals. So what's a good pro to counter that? Okay. A pro is that the United States government, at least for us American citizens, were able to put together a bunch of stimulus bills that helped pull people out of the dumps and did save a whole handful of small businesses, one of which was my own U.S. Master Swim Team. So IDLE and PPP and Pandemic Unemployment Assistance, PUA, these were all things that the government put in place in order to help U.S. citizens get back on their feet. And while some might say that it was not enough or there was too little. I just have to say that Charles and I have been really blessed to have access to that aid and that assistance because it has it has helped immensely. So there you go. Cons. Um, I did reference earlier about the small businesses and I'm going to talk about that again mostly because I have a lot of friends that are small business owners particularly friends I know that own yoga studios and hair salons and those places being shut down for the incredible amount of time that they were shut down was a booger snot. And I think I said booger snot three times now. Um, but we all complained and laughed and giggled about, you know, having roots and needing to color our hair and needing to get it trimmed because it looked awful. And everybody was Googling how to cut their hair at home. And that's all fine and dandy. But for folks like my stylist, Amber, my friend Heidi, all of my friends that own restaurants, my friend Molly who owns the yarn shop, like these businesses being closed meant that their livelihood was shut down. And it wasn't just a money thing either. It was like, this is, this is their calling. This is what they did to go to work and, and make a living and enjoy. This was their passion. This was their paycheck, all of those things. So it was really, really difficult for those small businesses to be closed. And my heart goes out to all of my small business friends and small business owners throughout the United States who are still dealing with this in the level of the pandemic that we have right now. Okay, pro is that we have a vaccine and the vaccine is making its way out there to the, the frontline healthcare workers that need it the most. So that's super exciting and I'm looking forward to when it's time for Charles and I to get our vaccines so that life can get back to normal slash semi-normal, right? Okay, con. The swimming pools being closed in the late spring, early summer made it really hard to stay fit and you had to be creative. Pro is that lots of people out in the world got creative. Our swim team did some weekly yoga sessions on Zoom. We did weekly workout sessions with each other using YouTube videos and stuff like that. And thousands and thousands of businesses pivoted in order to put their fitness industry online and figure out a way to keep clients and keep people fit along the way. Major, major kudos to all of the fitness industry people and some of the other small businesses as well. Like I referenced my friend Molly at the yarn shop. They started going live from their store and doing virtual knitting lessons and, and lunchtime chats and trunk shows online in the whole nine yards and it's super cool and I could not be more proud of these businesses, industries, organizations for doing what they did to stay afloat, be creative, and really ramp up what their businesses were capable of doing. Con, endless numbers of Zoom meetings, period. 
pro the access to zoom and the way it has completely and totally transformed our lives both in positive and negative ways but since this is on the pro side i'm gonna say positive Boy, oh boy, going online has taught us about using technology to help keep people together, keep people connected, and to remind us that it's probably not a good idea to go to the bathroom and attend a staff meeting at the same time. Okay, cool. Con, running out of toilet paper and not having any Diet Coke. Seriously, Thanksgiving weekend, there was no Diet Coke in my Ralph's. Not one. Not one ounce of Diet Coke in my Ralph's whatsoever. Pro, grocery stores, industries like Amazon, online vendors, all kinds, Instacart, Postmates, like that industry busting out like crazy because people were ordering delivery like never before. So if you were a gig economy person and you were doing Uber or Lyft or Postmates or Instacart or any of those things, you probably made some serious cheddar in the early days of COVID while everything was closed and you couldn't get access to jack squat. How many of us were super excited just to be able to get the store brand macaroni and cheese and some pinto beans? Am I right? Yes. Um, Pros were working from home and learning how to, once again, utilize technology and being really clever about how we set up our home offices and made that division between when we're at work and when we're not at work. People like me who rent and have small places had to be really creative, especially if you also, like me, are doing a full-time gig and a side hustle. So the podcast space here in the bedroom in between the two cabinets that my hubby put together, this space was more sacred than ever while I was working from home. And actually, another con slash pro is that I'm still working from home. I go in two days a week and I work from home three days a week. And now that I'm going back two days a week, my husband gets very confused about the three days that I'm home. And so there's a disconnect there. So I guess that's a con too. Um, I'm kind of not going in order anymore, but I think honestly, to be totally serious, I think I'm out of cons. I mean, the main thing is just The pandemic made this year really, really hard, but the beautiful thing about this year is the way people were able to be creative, thoughtful, caring about other people, willing to help each other out, willing to be neighborly, willing to be vulnerable and sad and scared and to admit that because we were all in this together and there was no feeling that this was happening to somebody else and not happening to us. Whether you got sick or not, whether you tested positive or not, Whether you lost your job or not, there was something about this pandemic that hit all of us in different ways, and we all felt that. Um, And again, day after day, I would tell myself how happy I was to have the job that I had. And day after day, I would tell myself how blessed I am to be in the marriage that I'm in and have the dog that I have and the friends that I have and all of those things. I mean, even... As shitty as 2020 was in a lot of ways, there were some amazing things that happened this year. I interviewed some amazing people for this show. I got to virtually meet my author idol, Sarah Knight. What a treat that was. That's still my most downloaded episode. And um, something, you know, just a special connection that I was so blessed and happy to have. And I wrote my third book this year, um, the book that has pretty much inspired the new direction that the show is going to take in 2021. Um, So a little teaser there. I will talk more about that in next week's episode. But I just, I can't be grouchy about 2020 anymore. I mean, 
I said all kinds of swear words at the beginning of the show, and it doesn't change the fact that things were hard this year. Things were really hard, and we all went through a lot, but I'm still here, and I'm happy to still be here, and I'm happy to still be talking to you, and I'm happy that you're still out there listening. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for every small, tiny little thing that I have in my life. I'm grateful for every experience I had this year that has taught me to be more humble and more outgoing and more vulnerable and more loving than I ever have been in any other stage in my life. So I think with that, I'm going to close out today's show. This is going to be a short and sweet one. And you probably heard my dog grunt over there. Um, He's wondering to know like, okay, mom, enough talking to other people. Come hang out, play with me, please. Come on, mom. Um, So anyway, (laughs) thanks for tuning in to today's interesting and jumbly pro-con debrief of the year 2020. I'm Chris McPeak. This is the Elevate Area podcast, and I'm out of here.